ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Drive on Kentucky Sports 94.1 FM, 9.30 AM. Gabriel Sellers across the window working the board today. Dave Walsh in subbing for Paul Swan, taking some well-deserved time off. The uh, talk show host of the year in the state, taking a break. He'll be back on Monday, today, Wednesday. A couple of quick comments on football. And then we're going to give a little little, little variation today. We're going to talk a little golf and tennis. But on this Miller Lite talk line, if you want to call in today, the number 877-420-8255 if you want to call and talk. Tomorrow night, former Marshall great receiver Tyree Brady will be on television. Uh, he's with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're playing Baltimore tomorrow night. It's going to be on TV. I think the NFL Network's got that one, so or one of the ESPN stations. But, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see Mr. Brady, who is doing a good job so far with the NFL team, tune it in and see what he does. This will be his chance to prove himself against an opponent, and the Ravens are pretty good. Gabriel, that's football. We're going to turn the subjects today to golf and tennis. Ladies and gentlemen, think about this. One, about a month out, the best in the world and golf and tennis will be at the Greenbrier Resort making their annual stop for tennis and a change in dates for golf. Normally they have been in July. Now they're going to push they have been pushed back to September 9th through the 15th as they start in a new spot for the 2019 season. 9 through 15. They had their media day last Monday. Mr. Huffman Public relations gentleman there, Greenbrier CEO Jill Justice, the daughter of uh, Governor Jim Justice, and Robert Harris, a good friend of mine, who is now the tournament director, talked about what's going to go on. First and foremost, that time of year, you wonder who's going to show up. The playoffs go for the next three weeks, then there's a break, and then you start a new season. So who will show up? Robert is working on that right now. They're expecting at least Bubba Watson, who has a home there, and 2013 PGA winner Jason Dufton to show up. So that's a start. But they're about a month out. They're hoping all the former champions show up. If that happens, Xander Schauffele, who won the last time they played this, will be present. Right before I retired at the paper, the uh, tournament that year, he was one of the three people I picked to win the tournament. He was a rookie at the time. He was playing very well, and he did win. So if, if... he does show up, go down and watch him play. Then you, people are wondering with this change of dates and the contract runs through 2021, what's going to happen if things don't work well? Well, they revealed the PGA and the Green Bar have a contract extension through 2026. Same date, but 2026. So the PGA believes that they can pull this off. You know, nothing's going to happen. Uh, and yank it from them. So right now they're booked through 2026. Cam, Jill, and Mr. Harris are going to do their best to make sure that this long-term commitment works and make it strong as possible. Now, when you're playing September 9 through the 15th, guess what you got to go up against? Football. 
The PGA changed their schedule this year. You notice they had all the majors. They've got the playoffs. They're trying to get everything done for this year by Labor Day because once Labor Day hits, the NFL shield takes over on Sundays, and uh, they don't like competing against the NFL. A lot of big names in the NFL on Sundays, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, on down the line. So uh, they want to get everything done that matters by then. So the playoffs will be done. They address the issue. High school football, Friday night. Marshall, West Virginia, Saturday. And the NFL on Sunday. There will be a ton of games on Friday night in three states. Huntington High, Midland, Spring Valley, Ironton across the river on Friday night. Then Paul has to work in the call-in show for the sports scores with Mr. Persinger, a, an institution here. So that's Friday night. Saturday is college football. And wouldn't you know it, that Saturday, Marshall, West Virginia, and Virginia Tech all have home games. They're all at home. WU plays NC State at noon. Virginia Tech plays Furman at noon. And Marshall and Ohio U play in the evening at 6.30. They are aware of that, and they're going to, as Cam put it, they're going to try to make the best of both worlds instead of uh, shunning the football, which wouldn't work. As Cam put it, there's a chance for folks to get out there and see some foot golf, go watch football, same, on same for Saturday and Sunday. They know they're competing, but there's a lot of televisions available on the golf course and boards that they're going to have it up there that people can watch so they can have the best of both worlds. We're not going to get the people, as Cam put it, that are going to go to the games. There's going to be a crowd in Morgantown with the new coach. There's going to be a crowd at Virginia Tech. And there's going to be Marshall to Ohio. That's going to put a big crowd in the house. But as Cam says, we're going to try to get the people that are staying home. Maybe they'll come out and watch it. Then they're going to do, they've got several patriotic gestures in line since it's the military tribute to Greenbrier now. Uh, the first day on a Wednesday of that week. That's a, that's a 9-11. That's September 11th. They're going to halt play for a while to honor what happened on 9-11. They're going to they're ask everybody to stop playing at 8.46 a.m. because that's the time it's recognized things began to fall apart. Going to have a moment of silence and some trumpeters. And they're going to have a rendition around the course of God Bless America. So that should be quite moving there. They're going to be playing golf, but for a few minutes, they're going to step back and remember what happened on 9-11. Former Pennsylvania Governor Tom Ridge, who served as the first Secretary of Homeland Security under George, President George W. Bush, will be the honorary chairman for the tournament. He was a staff sergeant in the Army, earned a lot of medals in service in Vietnam. He will be here to serve as chairman of the tournament, and he will play in the Pro-Am. So we'll get to see what kind of job he did as a governor and as Homeland Security, if he could mix golf in the two and see how things turn out. That is impressive. Then, on Saturday and Sunday for the tennis people of the world, the Greenbrier Champions Tennis Classic. Serena Williams, the, one of the most decorated players in tennis, 
will be in the field along with Carolyn Wozniacki. And they had to make a change, and now Maria Sharapova will be showing up. So that's pretty impressive there. Maria in town is a sub. Pretty good going on that part. So they have to fight the NFL, college football, high school football. They have things in order to do that. They've got tennis. So as you're watching golf, you can hopefully slide over and watch a little bit of tennis. Pretty good players. And they got a commitment from the PGA Tour through 2026. So in their eyes, things that are done by the Greenbrier Resort to make the pros accommodations at the Greenbrier worth it in a tournament meet their requirements, and they're going to let them have this through 2026. And I'm going to have to get Gabriel a little move there because I noticed the time is moving along a little bit. Our first break on the drive. Remember, if you want to be in touch with us today, 877-420-8255. We'll be back after this. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Drive. Normally, Paul Swan would be sitting in this chair. He is off this week, getting ready to, uh, with high school football, college football coming up, catching his breath. This is My name's Dave Walsh. I'm usually with him on Mondays down at the Union. He asked me to fill in today and Friday. I did today, and I will be here Friday. And Mr. Cornwell, I think, handled yesterday and will be doing Thursday. So we've got it taken care of until Mr. Swan gets back. One thing to correct, believe that or not, Gabriel, I made a mistake. Serena Williams had to pull out of the tournament at the Green Bar, and Maria Sharapova is her sub. So Serena will not be there. Maria Sharapova will be there along with Carolyn Wozniacki and others. So we got that straight. All the years in the beginning of the tournament, remember the concerts, how big they were. I went to only one, the year Aerosmith was there, and let me tell you, the State Fairgrounds stage area was packed. I remember when I pulled in, I said, please mark where your car is, because if you forget, I still might be there looking, trying to find it. It was a challenge, but I did, and I made it out, but it was quite a gathering. At Media Day, they talked about the uh, tournament officials discussed bringing back concert to the fairgrounds. Last one they did, haven't had one since 2015. It's a possibility in the future. Now, they have Jake Owen in town for a concert for tournament sponsors only this year. But as, as Jill said, that's a possibility. Hopefully, you can get back to doing concerts, but right now, there's, the big thing is to keep things on the grounds, do the concert pull this tournament off, and then they have another year to work on that. But I believe if the concerts came back, whoa, watch out. That would really be something. And in addition, remember all the uh, – when you'd pull in, you'd pull your car to the fairgrounds lot, and they would bring you to the tournament and cater back. Okay. A little bit of a change this year to accommodate fans from Virginia and West Virginia. Mr. Harris said there's going to be some uh, new parking arrangements, makes it easier for people to, to get in and out of the facility. Uh, they want to make the fan experience better. Off-site to on-site would be about a 15-minute walk. That's a lot better than the bus ride. And he mentioned they're adding more bleachers this year. They want to be fan-friendly. More sets of bleachers will be there. Uh, one thing we'll address here in a few minutes, 
They still need volunteers, ladies and gentlemen. They still need volunteers. Uh, the vacation time is over. Uh, they currently got around 400 plus. They need, they're aiming for 600 or more because to run a tournament from the PGA takes a lot of people to make it happen. And on Sunday, when the champion is crowned, you will see a new trophy handed to that champion. Very nice uh, trophy the last few years with the Greenbrier logo on it. This is a new one. Don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but as Mr. Harris said, when you see it, you're just going to go, wow. So uh, a new set of hardware for the champion this year. Who it will be, don't know. Don't know. Now, volunteers, if you want to volunteer. Uh, you, there's a lady, I'm checking her name here, who to contact uh, Erica. I forget her last name. I'll let you know her in a minute. But volunteers, if you do work down there, you get a lot of incentives. You get a chance to play golf. You get a chance to stay at the, at the uh, Greenbrier for a reduced rate. And the number of shifts you work enhances and increases the number of nights you can stay there the rate you can stay there and pay, and the golf that you can play. Not bad. Not bad for that one. So even though it falls at a different time, the vacations are not there as it was in July, you can still get a uniform, work, and have some perks. Erica Vaughn at erica-vaughngreenbrier.com or 304-536-1110, extension 7031. She can give you more information on that one. She's in charge of the volunteers. Must be at least 16 to be a standard bearer. That means you walk around plugging in the pluses and minuses of the board, let them know what's going on. Junior volunteers are limited to the standard bearer and laser operator committees. And you have people there working the ropes, with crossing fairways, uh, when it when it's clear, so to speak. So there's a lot of inf lot of things that you do. You watch these guys play, but it takes a lot of people behind the scenes to make it work. La remember the last couple times you didn't have to pay to get in. It was free. It's changed now. Daily tickets. You, they, I don't believe they had them in the past. The daily ticket, forty dollars. Entrance into the tournament any one of the seven days. Youth under 18 can receive a complimentary daily grounds ticket. Okay. As a commitment of the tournament, they will honor active military. Reserve service members, military retirees, and veterans will receive complimentary admission. Very kind gesture there. A weekly grounds ticket, 100 and a quarter. That gets you Monday through Sunday and a chance to get in a couple places uh, if it gets kind of warm to get something to drink, so to speak, or eat, whatever. Eisenhower Club starts at $500. That gets you access into a tent that has, uh, first and foremost, is air conditioned, has a restroom and a television, and beverages and snacks. Yeah, and there's various and sundry ways you can do it. Starts at 500 and you can get a two-pack, four-pack, whatever. Clubhouse for the elite, three grand. Get you to the Greenbrier Clubhouse and Slammin' Sammy's. 
which you get a nice view of the 18th green, air conditioning areas, upgraded restrooms, flat screens, and complimentary food and beverage. So, ticket prices, anywhere from 40 to 125 which is probably most of the people that will do that. Not a bad deal to see the best golfers in the world. The best golfers in the world to play. Schedule of events for the golf. Monday is the practice round. And they have a separate pro-am at the old uh, schedule. The big one's not until Wednesday. More practice rounds on Tuesday. A salute to service dinner in Colonial Hall. Tom Ridge will chair that. The official pro-am on Wednesday, along with the memorial ceremony at the Old White. Um, Tom Ridge in the, in the tournament, I'm sure Governor Justice will break free. Former golfer at Marshall will, will be out there playing again. And whoever some of the high-profile players are, you can bet they'll be in Jim's group. Might be Phil, and we don't know who else is going to show up, but stay tuned. Thursday, first round. Once all said and done in Colonial Hall, the, uh, the private concert that I told you about earlier will take part. Friday, second round. When all that's said and done, you move over to the court, uh, Greek center court at Creekside for the tennis. Third round, Youth Day at Expo Village. And then you'll have the second night of the uh, tennis. And the final round is on Sunday, the award ceremony on the 18th green. So it's quite a schedule, quite a schedule for the tournament. Mr. Harris is running it. He's assisted by Ashley Cagle. And there, as you look on there, there's a ton of individuals and sponsors and roles to fill, like social media manager. Gosh, Ms. Stephanie Yeager's got her hands full there. Credentials and tournament coordinator. Dr. Justice, she is the president of the Greenbrier, Jim's daughter. So they have a lot to do to pull it off and make it successful. Now, after that, let's see what we can find. Past champions, 2018, Kevin Na, the last time they played here. Xander Shoffley, 17. No tournament in 16. We remember the flooding. There was no tournament in 2016. Danny Lee, 15. Angel Cabrera, 14. Jonas Blixt won it in 2013. Ted Potter, 2012. Scott Stallings, 2011. And the inaugural, Stuart Appleby won in 2010. And I happened to have a position behind the 18th green that day. I was watching as he lined up his birdie putt on 18. He rolls it in to shoot a 59. The fifth PGA Tour play in history to shoot 59. And it was worth a million dollars to him when he won the tournament. So, that is a list of winners. I'm sure many of those guys will be here. It's going to be interesting to see who shows up to participate. Pay attention as time rolls on to see who shows up. 
156 players. The purse, even though it's starting in September, the purse is still $7,500,000. FedEx Cup points would be very early for the next season, so 500 points to the winner. Uh, Old White, after all the revamping, going to play almost 7,300 yards par 70. Two weeks ago, the the, uh, West Virginia Amateur was played there. Two rounds on the Greenbrier course, or excuse me, on Meadows, and two rounds on Old White TPC. So they got a look at what's been reshaped, redid, and it's quite a test of golf, as you'll find out over time. Quite a test of golf for those gentlemen. So, with that being said, we're getting close to the next commercial break. Mr. Sellers, take it away. We'll be back on the drive, the Miller Lights talk line, 877-428-8255, if you want to be on the show. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to The Drive. As you heard in the promo, Paul has the wheel. He's passed that wheel to me today and Friday. Mr. Cuomo will be in tomorrow to handle the driving part of it. Miller Lite, light beer, I think 96 calories. Gabriel, if I'm not correct, if I'm correct, 96 calories, which makes it a good, a good product. I will sample it every now and then. So, and if you want to be on the show, 877-420-8255, the number to call. Now, between the Greenbrier Military Tribute and the Greenbrier Champions Tennis Classic, it's a chance, as we said over the years, to showcase West Virginia in a little more positive light. So many times uh, we make the headlines for uh, the bad things. We're most overweight. We're most out of shape the drug epidemic and things of that nature that you, you don't like, we're working to fix. But here, for a week, we take the spotlight and you see West Virginia in a positive light. The difference for this year, for golf anyway, the Greenbrier Classic will be on the Golf Channel. No CBS Network. The Golf Channel have all four days of the tournament. Tennis-wise, Friday and Saturday, while you're watching golf, you can still catch a little tennis action if you want to. They've got uh, at 1 to 2 on Friday, Maria Sharapova, Carolyn Wozniacki are doing a clinic. Followed by that will be an autograph session with the two. two thir- at 2.30, Jack Sock, Taylor Fritz, the men taking part in the tournament, will do their autograph session. 5.30, the mixed doubles match. The Brian, Michael Bryan, the Bryan brothers, and Maria Sharapova, Carolyn Wozniacki playing. 7 o'clock, men's singles, Jack Sock. And Taylor Fritz. Saturday, 2 o'clock, Sock and Fritz will do their clinic, and it's sold out. 3 o'clock, gates open. 3, 3 o'clock also, the Bryan Brothers autograph session. One of the greatest doubles teams around for years. 5.30, the match that you want to see won, Maria Sharapova versus Carolyn Wozniacki. Ladies and gentlemen, these women at one time in their careers were both ranked number one in the world. And at 7 o'clock, men's doubles, Jack Sock, Taylor Fritz, the Bryan brothers. So it's quite a day on Friday and Saturday for tennis. Lower level Friday and Saturday sold out. Upper level, there's still tickets available. 
at $125 a pop. You will have to pay for the autograph sessions. There are, a few, there are spots remaining for each of them, but uh, they range anywhere from $50 to $125, depending on who they are. The tennis clinics. Sharapova Wozniacki got a pretty steep price. Not very many spots left. Sock and Fritz, their clinic is already sold out. Call 866-860-5386 for more information on the tennis. But that's going to be two excellent days of tennis there. Then, if you're not watch, if you get enough of the tennis, you sneak back over and watch the golf, which should be fun. I had the privilege of all the years that I worked at the paper to watch it. Uh, some memorable events, like I said, the 59 in the final round by Stuart Appleby. I will never forget that. Doug Smock and I, former reporter at the Charleston Gazette, we kind of picked him up. Um, but six holes into his round. Because he was like six shots back when the day started. And we didn't think, okay. But then he starts, goes birdie, birdie. He starts rolling off the birdies. The leaderboard, the guys up front, nobody's making any moves. So we said, we better follow this one. We did. And uh, it, he made it worth our while. As he shot the 59 the last round. And had the lowest winning score in tournament history. Two. 58. The runner-up that year finished a shot back. Jeff Overton, he was at 21 under, and I'd hate to be the guy who shot 21 under in a professional tournament, 72 holes, and I did not win. I would be disappointed. I would be disappointed. Highest winning score in tournament history, Scott Stallings, 270. Lowest start by a winner, Danny Lee, 63. Believe it or not, High start by a winner, Scott Stallings in uh, 2011. He shot 70. He's probably thinking, boy, I ain't going to give me much chance. And next, he ends up walking off with the victory. So uh, he made it worth his while. Old White had a, had a privilege of uh, going around that course a few times before and after renovation, after the flood. And uh, it's quite a test of golf. Quite a test of golf. I remember in 2010, people were wondering, Mr. Justice mentioned he'd love to bring an event here. He made it a reality. And uh, the year, except for the year of the flood, when it got canceled, they've been having it. And the PGA has said, hey, you're doing a job that's good enough to make it worth your while to have it through 2026. So hats off to those people at the Greenbrier for doing their job to go to the PGA Guess what? You can have this longer, longer. If you want to be a sponsor, there's all kinds of packages. Tim Gwynn is in charge of that. Same numbers earlier, 304-536-1110, extension 7016. Uh, they do a lot of interesting things, a lot of interesting clubs. Uh, there's Pro-Am packages put together that you play in. Uh, it costs a little bit, but it's worth your while. Uh, some of the numbers here are, are kind of high, but you get into Pro-Am, you get to go to the party, uh, you get tickets on the ground, tickets to the tournament. It's worth your while, and I'm sure your company 
would consider it worthwhile to be a part of the package. So, September 9 through 15, the place to be. In addition to high school football, college football, and the NFL, for those who want to see the Bengals, Mr. Swan included, the Browns, who right now have the buzz of the league, I uh, have made some trips up there recently to visit family. And earlier trips up there, I used to go into the sporting goods areas and look at uh, memorabilia, items to buy. Cavaliers, Cleveland were kind of expensive because LeBron was still there. Cleveland Indians was not too badly priced because they, they have done pretty well. But the Browns, I can remember going up there, and by midseason, it's already 50% or more. Take it if you want it. Now, after what they did last year at Baker Mayfield, the moves they've made with Baker you know, probably is going to be the starter. Odell Beckham has showed up. It's a good draft. Cavalier stuff, pretty cheap. Indians, still the same price. If you want to get something with the Browns, you got to get a worker to come unlock it. It's under lock and key. Two of the toughest things to buy up in that area right now are jerseys with the numbers 6 for Baker Mayfield, 13 for Odell Beckham. Big, big expectations in Cleveland this year, and uh, it's being reflected when it's you go to buy something, the jerseys. Uh, they don't give them away. There's no fire sale midseason right now. You're going to pay full freight. So we're going to take our last break here on The Drive. Paul Swan taking a well-deserved break for a week. I'll be back after this message, 877-420-8255, if you want to call in and talk about golf or tennis. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to The Drive, Wednesday afternoon here in Huntington, West Virginia. Dave Walsh subbing today for Mr. Swan is the host, the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback. Having fun learning the ropes. I have uh, a lot to Mr. Pauly. I've told him that a bunch of times, and my gentleman across the window, Mr. Gabriel Sellards. Miller Lite Beer, ladies and gentlemen, 96 calories. They have something to do with this show. 96 calories, that's a number that sounds good to me. If you want to be a guest on the show and call in, 877-420-8255. We've been talking golf and tennis down in White Sulphur Springs, but let's bring the golf scene a little closer to home. Brooke Burkhammer, who used to be Brooke Bellamy before she got married, their schedule is out for the year, the fall schedule. They start at Pauly's Island on September 8th through the 10th, so it's not far off from them as well. Then they're going to be playing at uh, – Michigan State, they're going to be playing at Kentucky. They're going to be playing down in Virginia. And uh, Kiowa Island for the Palmetto Intercollegiate. Pretty tough schedule. And last year, the experienced team won a tournament, finished runner-up three times, and finished sixth in the Conference USA Championship, the best result for the herd since they've been in the conference. They were ranked in the top 100 all year. It got as high as 81. Brooke welcomes back. Shelby Brock Muller, Kerry Parks, Stormy Randazzo, Jackie Schmidt, Torn Kalaski, who was runner up in the West Virginia Women's Am, nearly caught the champion. She was down big, num- big numbers going to the final round, but a late charge left her one short of victory. So, Brooke, 
I remember when she got the job uh, two or three years ago, we were talking about it, and the one thing that has to change, scores. When she recruits, she was telling me, Dave, there's times now at 75, a score of 75, which I would kill for, especially now, was not good enough. They've got to go lower, and they have been doing that. And a quick jump over to track, Jeff Small. Got some new faces for the track program. And quite a few locally. Jacob Baracus, George Washington, cross-country runner. He is, I've seen him run at Midland a few times in the state and other meets. And the same thing for 3,200, 1,600, 800 in the spring during track season. A very good find. Justin Belcher, Hurricane, also cross-country. And he has PRs in the 3,200 and the 1,600 at the state track meet. Brett Armbruster, Cabell Midland High School, coached by Chris Parsons. So we know he's got things going. We know he's got things going. On the women's side, Julia Miller from Bridgeport, two-time All-State runner in cross country, three-timer in track. Sydney Smith, Buffalo, uh, she has done very well. She's made her presence felt at the state meet in the 800, 1600, and 3200. Abby Herring, Parkersburg South, cross country and track. She made her presence 800, 1600, and cross country. Chloe Atkins, Cabell Midland, track cross country runner. Then you have Brooke Burns from Scott in field events. And we have Michaela Allen, a sprinter. Tierra Jackson, St. Albans, a sprinter. Julia, Jillian King, a sprinter who takes part in the pentathlon, heptathlon. Tori McOwiak from Oak Hill. Reagan, Reagan Hefner from Shady Spring. So, Mr. Small does a great job of getting outside state talent, and he gets the local runners to stay home. So a great job by Mr. Small. Fun to watch. I ran him the other day, and we were talking about the job Sophia Mitchell, former, former sprinter in Huntington High, has done. He said, Dave, she has been phenomenal. She has been phenomenal. An impactor. Impact runner from the day she stepped foot on campus. And remember, they have the indoor facility, but when it comes to outdoors, they don't have a place to run. So, but the indoor facility, second to none. Second to none, deeply appreciated. The bad days of weather, the football team can go inside and practice, and the, the track teams have a place to go. So, and we'll quickly talk a little Marshall football as they're in week two of practice. Some of the transfers, don't forget Derek Pitts, who played at the school up north. West Virginia has transferred here. He's a safety. Then you have the graduate transfers, Furman Silva, linebacker, Tavon Richardson, receiver, Joey Fields, Quinlan Dean, Quentin Jordan from Charlotte. Silva is a lineman, as I said, Richardson is a receiver. Fields, another receiver. Mr. Dean, six foot two thirty, is a linebacker, and Mr. Jordan's in the secondary. And word is, Mr. Dean is quite a headhunter and could be getting a lot of PT this year, playing time at the outset of games. 
outset of games. Coach Holliday loves the depth and the talent of this football team. Mr. Cramsey is back to run the offense for year two. Mr. Isaiah Green has a year under his belt. Look for things to be more explosive on the offensive side. On the defensive side, Brad Lambert, who got Charlotte football going, was let go after last season, will be the defensive coordinator. He likes what he has. He's got guys that he wants to have them attack, attack, make the opponent act and accordingly and go find them. No sitting back, go after them. And as we know, schedule-wise, they're not that far off. August 31st, VMI comes to town. The old days of Marshall and VMI in the Southern Conference, there were times that Marshall had their hands full with VMI. I don't think that will be the case now. September 6th is one of the headliners, ladies and gentlemen. They go to the Smurf turf at Boise State. Boise State, 9 p.m. start. ESPN 2 will have that one. And as Doc likes to put it, it's the only game in town that night, that day and night. Saturday's pretty long, pretty heavy schedule of games, as we well know. Friday night, Boise State, Marshall takes center stage. And I have said it from day one, and I will maintain it till it changes. The winner of that game, to me, will have the lead in the Access Bowl with Looking over your shoulder at Cincinnati because a future Marshall opponent opens that same week against UCLA at home. If they beat UCLA, they might have the lead, but Marshall can do something about that in a couple of weeks, and I'll tell you about that. September 14, the Bobcats, Ohio University, 630. Mr. Frank Solitz, the ageless wonder, will be in town. He's done very well against a thundering herd. September 28th, Cincinnati, the Bearcats come to town. Luke Fickle did not like what happened the last time against the Thundering Herd. They got beat, the 5 o'clock kickoff. That one could have a lot of ramifications for the uh, Access Bowl. If uh, Cincinnati were to beat UCLA, Marshall wins at Boise. That could be interesting. October 5th, Southern Conference play begins. Oh, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Conference USA play begins at Middle Tennessee. The team Marshall owes dearly since they've won last year in Huntington and cost Marshall a shot at winning the East. Marshall, which has been picked to win the East, home conference opener October 12th against Old Dominion. Looking on their website today, ladies and gentlemen, go there. Their new stadium is done. Take some pictures for you to see, and it's quite impressive compared to what they used to play in. I know I saw it for many, many years. Grant, Chuck saw it a few times. When they go back there next year, it'll see quite a different facility. October 18th of Friday, Mr. Lane Kiffin. Western Kentucky, Rice La Tech, Charlotte, FIU. Conference champions. It's been fun, ladies and gentlemen, talking golf, tennis. Gabriel, thank you very much. Have a good day. Don't forget, I'll be back in this spot Friday. Tim Stevens from the Herald-Dispatch will join me talking some football about two areas where W lags behind Marshall in certain polls, so I'm sure you want to hear that one. We found it. We'll share it with you Friday. Good night, ladies and gentlemen.
WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.